0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Displease podcast. I'm Kelty. I'm Marty. And sorry we haven't been around for a
1: while.
0: We're back. We're back. <laughs> That's my fault. Um, but also I heard from people too that sometimes podcasts will take the summer off so I guess it's not a yeah. totally unusual thing.
1: It was like an unintentional break. Like It
0: was. I yeah. Don't, I don't
1: think either of us really anticipated how busy we both got. Yeah. So it wasn't like on purpose, but
0: yeah, and it's funny because we like this episode, you'll probably hear hopefully right away after we record this. Um, We've actually got two more that we did that I just didn't get around to editing or putting up, which again is totally my fault. (laughs) Um, So in the meantime, enjoy this one. And then those two will come out maybe whenever we have time to do it. And then we'll try to get them out more regularly. We are going on a trip to Winnipeg in a couple weeks, so maybe we'll record some stuff in Winnipeg. Yeah. And the other thing that we're doing that's going to allow us to do a little bit more of this in the next couple weeks is we are teaching our course on the regular Mm -hmm. for the next uh, how many more weeks? Four weeks. Four more weeks. Four
1: more weeks. Every Saturday and Sunday we're teaching an introduction to jujitsu course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's going on, which allows us to have already time to put aside to do stuff like this afterwards, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. We had a busy summer.
0: We had a very busy summer. I was thinking about like the name for this episode when we were putting it out. Yeah. It was Something about like jujitsu and summer.
1: Yeah, that's pretty, ac- <laughs> pretty accurate, jujitsu in summer. Because we, um, we notice a huge drop sometimes in attendance even in our regular classes, because people are busy, people are going on vacations, kids, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, winter is usually kind of the return of busy classes uh busy gyms all that kind of stuff so yeah it was super busy for us um lots happened i don't even when was our last one
0: so our i know when it was because we were talking about the johnny depp oh for yeah. her trial so it was like at the very beginning of summer but like camp Fion hadn't happened yet okay um uh, so we'll talk about camp Fion what else do we want to talk about i just had a competition so we're yeah. going to talk about that too yep what else are we talking about? I don't know. Camp Fionn
1: is kind of the big one. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what else to talk about other than that and the competition. Did when you I, have
0: any jujitsu stuff really this summer? No, because you barely trained because I you're did. broken all the time.
1: <laughs> I'm broken all the time. I'm scheduling surgeries, really. Oh, like,
0: so that's your jujitsu thing. That's my jujitsu thing ben? right now. It's,
1: it's, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's my journey. Yeah. No, just trying as much as I can. And like I said, like it was so busy. I live pretty far from the gym. So getting out regularly in the summer was actually pretty difficult. Um that sounds like a lot of excuses. <laughs> well, I mean <laughs> Well, I mean, I yeah. yeah. So, Camp Fion. Yeah, let's Holy start there. Crap. That was
0: really cool. Yeah. Okay, so I will I know most people who listen to this podcast kind of know who we are and everything that we do. Um but if in case you've stumbled upon this, first off, how, second off, uh <laughs> <it's> Camp <Fion. laughs> it was a um a week-long seminar that um, my friend and, uh, often mentioned person on this podcast, Quinn and Ooh, I the put queen. on together. <laughs> the
1: queen, Quinn.
0: So, and what it was is we invited, um, what we've invited, we, we like hired her to do a seminar, but we brought in Fiona Davies for three days in Canmore. Well, we brought her in for five days and two of those days were more like we went to the Kananaskis spa and we were supposed to go on a hike but we ended up rock climbing instead mm-hmm. and then we had three days of like intensive training so it was a blast um yeah. probably more fun than i ever expected that it was going to be
1: so who is Fiona davies for those that don't really know who she is so, should know <laughs> but
0: you should know who she is she's amazing she's yeah. a um she just won worlds this year at her weight i think she's she was in light if yeah. i was correct okay um at black belt at the IBJJF um, she's won PANS a ton um, she's what else? came in second I think at the last ADCC and was invited for this year's ADCC mm-hmm. so uh, so that's really exciting and we're wishing her the best of luck um, but she's a very high level female uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu athlete mm-hmm. so
1: yeah she's very like it's she's pretty inspirational to watch she's just not anything special when it comes to Physically big like she's not a Gabby Garcia. She's not no. no she's, she's about
0: my size. She's maybe yeah. an inch or two shorter than me yeah. Yeah. Um, She's yeah. just
1: a monster the way that she go like from what I've seen. She's very like quick and very technical um, She was the first actual female jujitsu athlete that I ever started following like year- a few years ago and I actually showed her to my wife, Corey. I'm like, look at this chick. She kind of looks like you. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, she was the first person or the first female jujitsu athlete I ever started kind of following and just watching her videos. She's a great instructor from what I've seen in her YouTube videos. So you guys, oh man, I was so jealous.
0: Yeah, she's really fun to learn from. Um, and the experience of rolling with her was insane too. It was funny because that camp was actually the first time that I've ever rolled with a female black belt before. So I got to roll with two. Yeah. So that like I rolled with female brown belts, but I'd never rolled with a female black belt before. I got to meet three, roll with two. um, And that was a really wild experience that I felt like I took a lot out of. Yeah. Because you just like feel the amount of pressure that somebody who, you know, weighs roughly what you weigh. Yeah. um, And has like, you know, obviously like we all have different body types, but like, you know, it's one thing when you feel a guy apply a heavy amount of pressure versus like a woman and the pressure that they can apply so that was really cool and something that I've really tried to like bring back is that like um that being smaller is no excuse for not driving heavy pressure home to keep pin positions or mm-hmm. you know like pass in a really effective way so yeah.
1: what is her game like is she a top player is she ball yeah. player
0: well she's got a judo background but she um she primarily she looks to pass most of the time, get okay. on top and pass. And that's what she taught with us which she did uh three days of passing and gi and no gi. Okay. Yeah.
1: Wow. What an experience.
0: It was really cool. She seems
1: like a really like nice, like kinda lady like kinda low key china. Yeah, she's, not she's very really celebrity. fun.
0: No, she's not. She's she's a really like normal, fun person. Yeah. One of my like favorite stories about uh <laughs> like the first time we all kind of met and got to know each other is like So we we picked her up from the airport, and by me, I mean like, or by we, I mean, um, there was myself and then three other ladies, including your wife, Corey lynn and then we went to pick up Fionn, or sorry, two other women. Um, myself and two other women and then we went and we picked up Fionn from the airport and we were driving to Canmore which is about an hour drive so okay. we're all like sandwiched into this car together with like <laughs> our like luggage jangled in the back yeah um and groceries because we'd got groceries right. too so it's like everything is just crammed into this car with the three of us meeting for the first time ever
1: what a way to meet
0: I know yeah. it was really fun um so by the end of that trip we all felt very like comfortable with each other already by yeah. the end of that car ride so we go we check into our Airbnb and how our Airbnb was set up was uh, we had two bedrooms upstairs one with a bunk bed and a um, an an extra bed Mm -hmm. like a double bed and then there was a second room with like a master bed and then a pullout couch okay so Quinn who had booked our room and who booked the accommodations her initial plan was okay we have um, one person, like she would sleep on the pullout couch Myself and Cori-Lynn and Shireen would share one room and then Fionn would get the master bedroom. That was sort of the initial plan. Yeah. So I didn't really realize this. Like Quinn had never, like we didn't, I think she just thought it was a given. Yeah. Um, but so like, you know, and I just sort of was like, okay, like let's get settled. Let's um, pick where we're going to sleep. Like it just worded it like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so Fionn climbs to the top bunk and says, I'm going to go up here and perch over you all like an owl. <laughs> 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 so so when uh quinn arrived the next day and so when she arrived i was like i got a surprise for you yeah and she's i was like you get your own room and
1: yeah. she
0: was like how <laughs> and i'm wow. like well, we decided to go sleepover style and cram all three of us or all four of us four yeah all four of us into one room which means you get a whole bedroom to yourself so oh,
1: that is hilarious <laughs> yeah. over you like an owl oh my goodness she sounds hilarious she's
0: really funny so it was totally felt like jujitsu summer camp for sure
1: man sitting and watching the stories and the updates and the photos and the videos that you guys are posting it looked like such a blast like everybody was having so much fun
0: oh it was amazing yeah it was really great yeah, yeah.
1: i was very jealous
0: yeah <laughs> it, yeah it was like uh it's something that made me really excited for being a part of Jits and Eats and getting to continue to do things like that mm-hmm. we're currently planning 2022 we've yeah. got a couple big things that I, I'm not gonna tease too much yeah. because nothing is set in stone yeah but we're working on some stuff that'll be really really fun so Very it makes cool. me really excited to like have that as part of my life and to be able to like um yeah really be a part of those experiences for people
1: that's awesome mm-hmm Man. Okay. So that was when, when was that? June, 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 yeah, okay. June. July. What, what was July like for us? Uh,
0: for, I don't know about you. I don't know what you were doing cause you barely showed up. <laughs> um, I trained a lot in July. July was a little bit hectic because I had some different, um, like I had some other jobs that I was working. So yeah. I was kind of like, Oh, and then I did summer camp, right?
1: I ran with all, the kids the
0: camp. Yeah. yeah you
1: ran the kids so that camp. was,
0: so exhausting, but so much fun. Oh, I bet. Yeah, so that was a good experience for July. Um, yeah, got to hang out with some cute kids for a week.
1: Oh man, that um, sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it was cool. We dec- you guys decorated the the mats. It was like a solar system kind of theme. Yeah,
0: so the theme was mission to Mars. Mission to
1: Mars.
0: Which was uh, the brainchild of a great brainstorming session between Haas and I when he was just like. Kids like space. Let's go mission to Mars. <laughs> Kids like space. Yeah. They do. So he had he came up with a really good plan and then from there we just were like ran with it and I learned a lot. It was my first time doing a camp by myself and yeah. especially like I didn't really have, like I had other camp formulas to go off of but I've never been to like a jiu-jitsu specific camp.
1: Yeah. What did a day look like? Like what was a... Yeah,
0: so a day, like a typical day, we'd have like an hour where everybody was kind of coming in we were doing just like warm-up games, getting them started. One day, uh, one of my junior leaders uh, decided to try to do like yoga and stretching with them. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know if that went over well or not. <laughs> uh, but we would typically play like play a couple easy to join games or like kids could come and like hang out and i'd usually have maybe like some coloring for them to do yeah um so that was the first hour and then the next little bit was um the activity of the day so each day had a different like somehow i related it back to space themed activity okay um some of them got a little bit creative like for example we went to we took them all to the water park one day
1: that sounds like a lot Yeah.
0: Of so that day initially was supposed to be the, we were supposed to have a day at the Oliver pool and okay. it was going to be anti-gravity training.
1: <laughs> oh, fun. <fine. laughs>
0: <laughs> so like, I, like I got, I tried to get creative with it and try yeah. to just work with what I could. Yeah. Um, cause we didn't have a lot of space at the studio. No. It's a lot so of we took them outside at least to the park or something every day, which yeah. was really nice. Um, Then we'd come back, we'd have some kind of snack. Uh, sometimes we would do a craft. I didn't realize how, like, wild these kids would be for crafts. Oh, really? Yeah, I had planned some crafts the first day. Like, the first day they came up with, like, their they had their badge and their team name that they came up with. And then they each had to, do, like, make a, like, um, uh, uh, Mars rover out of a box.
1: Oh, fun. Yeah.
0: So I didn't know how popular that was going to be um, because I was like, well, maybe these kids are sporty and they don't really, they're not really into it. Yeah. And the craft was, like, a huge hit. Really? Yeah, so we would usually do maybe some kind of craft. I got creative, and I made up some stuff on the fly. And then we would do jiu-jitsu for the last hour of the day.
1: How many hours did you have the kids for? for Um, Eight till noon. Oh, so good four hours. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah, my summer was very busy. Um, We're very, like at work, we're very short. Summer's what's called red zone. Mm. And so red zone is like, we're a lot of people are either on vacation or gone because a lot of the people have kids and all that kind of stuff. They take time off. So we're, we're operating at minimum capacity. And so there's a lot of overtime requests. There's a lot of extra work that needs to get done. And I was working a lot. And then I was working on a project, uh, for my specific station that I'm at, uh, we out of the, the Mill woods division and it's kind of an older station. Uh, and so I've tried to start a project and an initiative to get jujitsu mats at the division. Um, cause we only have a basic gym with like weights, squat racks, all that kind of basic stuff. And there's a new station that was just built a couple of years ago where we train our like recruits. Like we were training the new police officers in their class and they actually have this like hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in the training facility and they have two huge mat rooms. Like walled mats good jujitsu uh mats on the floor and uh they're very spoiled in that division where if you're into jujitsu and you're wrestling if the mat rooms are open you can go train it's about half an hour 45 minute drive from where i work and so it's kind of unreasonable for us because we like to train workout before shift kind of gets everybody in, the, in like kind of Get your head in the zone gets get your blood flowing and things like that. It's good camaraderie before shift we don't have that option at my station so i kind of started this initiative where i'm like i want mats here so we can train we can practice because we should be proficient in these skills and with these last couple years with all the stuff that's happened i'm like there's no excuse for us to not be good at this so on uh I couldn't believe it got actually approved because I've been trying this specific initiative for like three years and it got denied every single time. Now there was a new person that approved it, it went through and then so myself, uh, my buddy Vince who's a blue belt at our gym and another guy that we uh, work with, we went and got these mats that were approved to be transferred from one station to another. We laid them out we had a few classes and they were very uh very successful classes like and this is the first time in like history within like my police service where this has been approved through our training section through all the chain of command and then uh so it was about a week that we were rolling and getting some new classes with full squads and things like that and then This is right right around September, August, September is what's called like promotion and transfer season in our department. So a lot of people get promoted around this time of year. A lot of transfers are happening, changing of bosses and like higher ups. So this new boss that came in, looked at the mats and he's like, I don't like this. And then he kiboshed it. And I'm like, why? Oh,
0: that's brutal. (laughs) And so
1: this guy... I don't mind him, but I don't think he's arrested anybody since, like, maybe the 90s. Oh. <laughs> Is this
0: what you want to be talking about on the podcast? No.
1: Okay. But, no, it's, it's okay. Like, okay. But it's just, like, very frustrating. So, I've been, that's what I was, been, I've been dealing with that yeah. kind of, like, all summer. So, that was what my summer kind of looked like, was kind of spearheading um, something on my own for work and things like that, trying to get something new and innovative, and then it just kind of got kiboshed. And was I was, I was a- pretty frustrated, but then... It was kind of hilarious because I was like, all right, I can do this. Uh, I'll, it'll be really good for the, for the service. Gets kiboshed. I was really sad. I, was, I almost cried. I was very upset because I worked very hard on this initiative. And then for somebody just to come in and say they don't like it. But then we start our jujitsu class 101. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? Screw it. I'm yeah. going to have fun teaching this. And it's so much more like freedom of what we get to say, what we get to do. So I'm really happy with how things are going with our class because it's been a lot of fun.
0: It's been really fun. I really, it's a curriculum that I really enjoy teaching to beginners because um, it's, I think, a way more accessible way to start Jiu-Jitsu.
1: Yeah. So when you show up like a first day student and you kind of show up during the week during a regular class, it's kind of trying to jump into a car that's already moving. Yeah and you're trying to catch up it's very difficult and you're seeing these things you're hearing these terms that you're like what what is a shrimp what is bridging like yeah. what is it how do i hit boat what, what does that mean yeah and so uh kelsey's done such a good job of breaking it down uh, really dumbing it down lack of a better word but
0: it's it's taking those like concepts that are take it for granted yeah. and spelling them out, you mm-hmm. know? Um, which is something I think that like, you know, even like you talk to some um, like some people that have been training for a while and you ask them to define guard
1: <laughs> and they have
0: this like idea in their head of like, okay, I know what a guard is, but they have a hard time explaining it. You yes.
1: Know? That's so true. And I was chatting with this about with uh, Brandon and these terminology, knowing how to explain each specific technique, that's kind of a new thing in our gym where it kind of has started recently. And I just remember being taught... By
0: recent, okay, by recent, Marty means like the past two years. Yes. Just
1: has- <laughs> <laughs> I should be clear. Yeah, last two years. this
0: has been something that yeah. like has, Haas has been really building on for a while. Yes. yes.
1: And so like when we, when I started with Haas back in 2016, he, he is leaps and bounds ahead of where he was as an instructor. But before when we started, it was very kind of old school teaching, it was like, this is what you do. Yeah. And he just kind of showed the technique. Didn't really define what it's called or how, how to break it down. It's just, this is how you do it. Let's get it done. So I was always used to that. So learning terminology is still very new to me and I'm not good at it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. But like reading the curriculum, what I learned is like, yeah reading the curriculum learning the terms makes you a better student as well if you're going to be teaching you got to be able to dumb it down to somebody that doesn't understand it yes and so it's made me a better student like because i see some of these terms in our curriculum that i have to teach i'm like wait what, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like what oh just like the hippo i'm like what is that oh, oh and then you show me yeah. like oh that yeah i'm like yeah i do yeah. to do that
0: and it's but like that's where like i don't know that's where you start to see really developments in anything happen is when there's a terminology applied to it so that you can have this language both when you're speaking to somebody else about it but also when you're thinking about it that you can apply to it you know and that goes i think for anything i think people like to fall into this pattern of being like oh i don't need to know this i just do it and it's like good for you. Um, if that's the level that you want to be at and that's what you want to do and that's what's important to you in the sport. And I don't mean that like that sounds a little bit like tongue-in-cheek for sure. Yeah. But like that's all that some people want out of the sport. And mm-hmm. I think that that's totally fine. There's nothing yeah. that says that you have to be this proficient in it.
1: Right. And just as you were going on that, learning how to name the technique and name what you want to do in your head as you're trying to solve that problem it kind of goes into like problem solving in general. Like, if you yeah. can name the plan that you want to do, you'll, you'll have a better chance of achieving like the whatever you're trying to solve.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, like, naming these terms, the, still, these some of these terms are still nude in my head because I'm we're not breaking down terms as much in like fundamentals, but like, foundations is a great class where Haas just like. Spends a few minutes just kind of like not even showing a technique. He's just like, this is the concept and yeah. this is why we're learning it. Yeah. So, but yes, by new two years ago.
0: <laughs> if we're being real. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you just won.
0: Yeah.
1: Some a, stuff. Some stuff. A
0: thing. <laughs> she has this
1: belt and I want to put it on.
0: <laughs> I'm not
1: allowed to touch it.
0: <laughs> you should take a picture of it before you leave. Let's take a picture of it for, um, for Instagram. Yeah, we should. It <laughs> is funny. this
1: awesome. It looks like a WWF-style championship belt, (laughs) and it's a dark horse... What was it? Dark horse...
0: Grappling series.
1: Grappling series. So this was the tournament out in Banff or Canmore?
0: Banff. Banff. We stayed in Canmore, but it was in Banff.
1: Right. And so was it a round-robin tournament? Yeah, which is
0: great. It was sub-only round-robin, which was really fun um, because it was nice to have so many matches. Mm -hmm. Um, My division had two other ladies in it, so three of us in total, and they, um, they... uh, gave us each two matches with each other. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so I had four matches in total.
1: And you won.
0: I won all four of all them. All four of them. Yeah. By what? I had three arm bars and one kimura. Whew. Yeah.
1: How long were these matches?
0: Um, we had six minutes to to play around. I didn't have any like suit. I think my my shortest match was like three minutes. Oh wow. Maybe like a sliver under that, but around the three minute mark. Um, I really like one of my goals with this. Tournament and one thing that I really stuck to is that I wasn't going to rush anything from the feet. Okay um, I felt pretty good um, in terms of like having a little bit of a plan from the feet and feeling comfortable really breaking grips and fighting from there yeah. and I didn't want to get tied up in a, you know a situation where either I was in a really vulnerable place where somebody's got like a really strong hook on the back of my neck Mm -hmm. and I feel like I have to sort of like deal with that. Um, or I didn't want to deal with getting frustrated and trying to pull a sloppy guard and you know, that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to take my time. I didn't want to rush any takedowns. I wanted to like wait for an opportunity to come up and then capitalize on it. Um, and I felt like I did that. So I spent a lot of time hand fighting from the feet, um, which was totally fine by me.
1: That's good. Interesting. Yeah. I was chatting with Haas about it and he said, we were doing a lot of grip fighting mm-hmm. and training stuff. And he said that really showed the difference between what we're doing and other gyms. Yeah. So that's so good to hear. Did you get a, any takedowns?
0: I did. I got two takedowns. Yeah. Nice. I, I got, um, uh, and then the, the second two times, um, the girls, uh, kind of pulled guard off of like a, a setup that I had initiated.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. So the one was like, I had, um, uh what do you call it like a like a bear hug on her from the side yeah i wasn't able to really turn around the back enough she had my head um controlled so i wasn't able to really pop out around the back
1: okay
0: um so i just like kept the um the bear hug i think is that is that the right term to the you rear bear it? Hug. yeah rear it wasn't like quite weird yeah. i was kind of off to the side eventually okay and i like um i got my head a little bit free but i was still in front so i um i got a little bit of a foot sweep like I drove her off to the side and I swept her near side foot. Nice. Um, and then the second one was really similar. I was trying to set up um, off of an arm drag um, and I like got the leg, um, not quite off the arm drag, but I got like one um, one underneath, one underhook and like scooped up the leg a little bit and drove her forward. Nice. And again, she had like a decent amount of control on my head. So when I got to the ground, I had to fight out of a guillotine, but I wasn't too worried about it. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. Was there a lot of people?
0: uh, There was like 160, I think, roughly, maybe 170. Okay. Um, Venue was stunning. Yeah. There was big skylight uh, windows where you could see the mountains from. That's so cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah.
1: So. You have a couple trips planned yeah i have one with you yeah uh what's the first one are we going are you going to vegas i'm first? going to
0: vegas first i'm going to vegas not this weekend but next weekend
1: what are you going to go see
0: i'm going to go see adcc nice. which i'm really excited for
1: go see fion yeah cheer, go cheer on. on
0: in person
1: oh boy it's such
0: a huge year this year in adcc like there's so many huge names there's so many good potential matchups that yeah. might happen um so I'm, like, excited to be going. I'm really excited to be going. And
1: how long are you guys going for? A couple we're of just months? going
0: for the weekend. Okay. Yeah, we're not really spending any extra time there. Um, it's hard to get away from the gym for so long. Um, and I also am not, you know, I don't feel like spending six days in Vegas. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, so, true. So, yeah, we're just going for the weekend. And then the weekend after that is when we're in Winnipeg.
1: Right. So, Winnipeg is going to be a really fun trip. I'm really excited. Yeah. I've never really traveled um specifically for jujitsu other yeah. than this one trip I did to vegas uh for a police like a law enforcement jujitsu seminar but this will be a lot of fun mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah so where is adcc usually isn't it in like abu dhabi i think
0: it's um sometimes in abu dhabi sometimes in vegas
1: why is it in vegas this year
0: i don't know i think sure, there's probably a reason for it i think they probably wanted like the attention you know mm because it's a big year. There's the the uh Ryan, who's he going against Pena?
1: And Galvao. Or is it Galval?
0: Who's the super fight against? Galval, Galval is Galval. Yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um That'll so be I think good. that's probably what's the biggest thing about having it in Vegas instead. Okay. Yeah.
1: Worlds was just this last week. World Masters. World Masters, right. So, do you know anybody that competed?
0: I knew a bunch of um Alberta women that that went. Okay. Um Fatima from uh, down south, in yeah. Calgary. She went and had her black belt debut. How did she do? Uh, she lost her match by one point. Oh yeah man. Yeah, I was talking to our coach CJ this weekend, Professor CJ in Calgary, and I was talking to him because um, I watched her match on flow grappling. Yeah. And he said that like, um, because you know in at adults, black belt is a ten minute match. Yeah. And honestly, if she had an extra minute or two, which uh, he said that like in her head that's what she was playing was that she had more time to work with, so she was really taking her time. Oh, okay. But because it's Masters, it's only six or seven minutes. So oh, I know The that. amount of time that you have is like 10. really cut down. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's actually like a funny thing because it's like the more I get into Jiu Jitsu, like I used to think five minutes felt like forever. Yeah. And the more you get into Jiu Jitsu, the more like you kind of, you see that like you need that time to work. And it's yeah. so nice to have that extra time to work. Mm. It's I get that like getting your cardio there is something else, but yeah. honestly, that was one thing I felt really good about this weekend. Was like I felt like I had good cardio. Good. I felt good.
1: Yeah, good
0: my yeah. did I tell you about like okay? So I don't I don't usually like being this person.
1: Oh yeah, but be but it. I'm Be this person. Be this
0: person. Because <laughs> I have the chance to. So if you went against me this weekend and you're listening to this. I love you (laughs) and I actually do. I'm like, I'm like, I really like both of the women that I went up against, um, we're just like, are such lovely, wonderful people. Yeah. Um, (laughs) this is another thing about me that like, if you compete against me that you'll probably realize is that like, I'm totally like not, I don't hate you. I'm not that kind of person no. where I have to like get in this like mindset of like fuck this guy. <laughs> That's not me when I compete at no. all. I have no problem. And like actually really enjoy talking to my opponents beforehand. And like, yeah. I know most of them. Um, some of them I'm friends with, like I've got no problem. Like let's chat beforehand. Yeah. When it's go time, it's go time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, and then afterwards I'm going to be like, there, like cheering and supporting for you yeah. for sure. But when it's go time, it's go time. Right. Um, so like I felt like, both my opponents are really lovely people. This is no disrespect to them, um, but it felt really nice to go four matches. Felt like I was barely breaking a sweat. Good. Felt really like nice and calm and collected. Felt like I could go a couple more. Um, and the two poor girls that I went up against both made comments about having to throw up at one point. So oh, wow. I felt really like I felt like I was in really good shape. I felt really nice.
1: That's such a f- good feeling where you know you can put the pressure on people and like it's so frustrating being on the receiving end when yeah. someone's consistently moving forward and you just can't catch a breath, you yeah. can't catch your breath, you can't catch up.
0: And that was my goal yeah. was to really put pressure, like I had my game plan for this mat, uh, for this competition was to stay calm and collected mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing to feel really good about like um, going into it and just being really in control. Um, so I have a good mindset going in, going with this uh, mindset of enjoying the day and like doing the best that I can. Um, when I was on the feet, taking my time, being really patient, um, and also just wearing them down, like not like being afraid, don't being afraid of like keeping, applying that forward pressure and wear them out because I know that I feel good from the feet and that that's probably where other people start to feel a bit uncomfortable is having to be forced to spend so much time on there yeah so not being afraid of like hand fighting from the feet really breaking grips anytime that any they got anything i didn't want and then like driving the pressure hard to knock them to the ground so i felt good about that starting
1: from the feet and like not being able to get a takedown can be very fatiguing yeah it's so especially if
0: you're not used to putting in that grind which we spend a lot of time from the feet yes we do so i felt really good about like Waiting there and really like mm-hmm. forcing them to like get worn down then getting them to the ground and working my game Yeah,
1: did you do any specific training for the competition?
0: I really focused on escapes a lot over the last couple of weeks. Yeah was that time in the curriculum So mm-hmm. it was a good time and then I just really got the hours in yeah Like that was my one thing for like so usually like the night before two nights before I'm really drilling a lot from the feet. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing I didn't want to do this time. I just wanted to like go in feeling good and yeah. like knowing what I to, like trusting in what I do. Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you train with anybody specific? Cause you knew that you were going to be with some bigger girls.
0: No. Oh. And that's also like just kind of how my no-gi life is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's kind of like, I've stopped letting it be this like ongoing issue. And I've just decided to like, do my thing anyways and not care, not worry. Yeah. Um, but I really struggle with finding nogi training partners. Um, not that nogi isn't popular at our gym, but nogi is very popular with like the big guys in our gym. Yeah. And almost every single nogi class, I am the smallest person Yeah, you are. by quite a bit. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, I'm usually the only girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made multiple efforts to try to, have more interest in nogi and the women it's not going well right now (laughs) and i used to let it really kind of bother me and really kind of like make me think that i can't um get the training in that i need Mm -hmm. and um i didn't want to let that hinder me at all yeah um and so i just decided to like in my training just like get lots of like hard rounds in um have lots of fun and just like stick to the basics. it's a good plan. Yeah. So I didn't really like, I didn't do, I did zero fancy, wild, flippy things. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Stick to the yeah basics, I, I did
0: like closed guard breaks and like half guard passing mm-hmm. and like got into like mounts. Like that yeah. was my game from there. Yeah. It was nothing like fancy.
1: Yeah, competition, I don't know. I don't know if that's the time or the place to be pulling off fancy stuff that you're not comfortable doing.
0: And that's the thing, like, even if, like, some of the stuff that, like, I am comfortable doing, it's, like, I didn't want to, you know, I've gotten into competitions before where it's, like, you, you try to do something a little bit more like showy or like you get somewhere that you know you're kind of vulnerable from because you make some silly mistake or you overshoot a submission just because you're like, Oh, I think I got the (laughs) yard. You don't have shit. Um, and like I, I've done that before. I've seen my teammates do that before where they throw up some fucking arm bar they don't have and they get passed right off of it. Yeah. And I really, on a submission only match, I really wanted to take my time to get into that solid position that mm. I could work from. Yes. And that's what I did. All my, like I attacked from like a really strong, like basically sitting on their head north, south, which if you roll with me, you know, that's something that I do all yeah. of the time. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I so... didn't think that's like a result of rolling from with big guys all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like, that's where I feel comfortable attacking from, so that's where I've kind of worked this weird game that
1: I've developed yeah. from. Interesting.
0: Yeah, so I attacked a lot from North South. I attacked a lot from Mount. That mm. was basically what I did the whole time.
1: Awesome. I'm curious as to why there's not a huge interest in the females uh, at our gym in Nogi. Yeah. How
0: do I, you know, why. so there's a couple of reasons for it. Yeah. Um because I kind of like had this conversation with a few different people. One of the things is is that it is intimidating to go into this big class of big guys mm-hmm. where you start from the feet every day. Yeah. Okay. And I get that that's not every Noki class, but that's certainly ours. You're on the feet every day.
1: Yes. That's basically our warm up. Yeah. Is like starting from the feet, hand fighting, and then.
0: That's half the class at this point. Yeah. Is you're, you're working from the feet, mm-hmm. um, which is one thing that I really love about our gym is that we spend that time working from the feet, and I think it really shows in our jujitsu. Me too. Yeah. Um, So you're. Getting thrown in at the wolves, and yeah. like I don't feel comfortable doing a lot of the takedowns with half those guys on a good day, yeah. And you know, I, I'm i not scared of anybody, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of everyone, just yeah.
1: kidding. Um, you're scared of getting hurt, I don't want to get hurt, yeah, but Nobody I don't want to get hit. hurt.
0: And like the yeah. two, like two or three of our, I would say two of the three injuries that I've gotten over the last year have been in no key yeah. doing takedown with people who are. You know not like massively bigger than me but like they are bigger than me yeah um so that's where a lot of my hesitations i think come from a lot of other people's hesitations come from with jumping into that class yeah the other thing that i think is really big is You know, no-gi is a very revealing version of the sport.
1: Oh, for sure. It's
0: It's like in terms of like what you're physically wearing even, like a lot of women don't want to be in a rash guard and shorts or leggings and having to go and wrestle with guys. Yeah. The gi is very comfortable and it's very forgiving in comparison to no-gi.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Corey, like my wife, she like denied my invites to come to no-gi for, for so long. And then she started doing it, got a little bit comfortable coming, and she's like, "I love it. Yeah. I love, I love learning it, the different techniques." And we were talking to somebody today after class about the difference between gi and no gi, and I love the differences, and I love how you have to adapt to both, but how both can complement each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I love how fast no gi is because it really reveals your cardio. It does. And it really reveals like, are you? four or five steps ahead, like, can you think where you want to go? Because you don't have that stalling ability that you can in, in, in gi. Yeah. Where you can it's just not the same. Like, yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of, uh, of both. Um, it's hard to balance. Like it's hard to figure out the balance.
0: Yeah. I've been training, especially leading up to this competition. I really like any opportunity that I could, I was doing no gi.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I still did gi, but I was doing like any time that I was open mat or anything like that, I was like trying to bug somebody to do no gi with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and honestly like I've really developed like a really strong passion for no-gi over the last like couple months for sure yeah I used to be kind of like oh you know at first I was like oh I'm way more into gi and then it kind of became 50 50 but the more yeah. that I do more no-gi the more I, I really enjoy it
1: yeah the, our last competition in Calgary um, that we did together um, where we both won uh, when I was in no-gi I I really like chokes from no-gi yeah. like the the naked I like Darse chokes I like that kind of stuff Gee's fine. I just find it harder to get those. I love gi chokes. Gi chokes are Gi
0: choke like yeah. gi, uh, we were talking about this a bit today. Like my gi submissions are primarily chokes at this point.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you can lock up like do you usually go for triangles in no gi or gi or what do you like? Like to do?
0: honestly, I I think I primarily do triangles in um in gi. Yeah. I haven't been really setting them up lately. No. No, because I've been playing a lot of like I've, I've been playing a, like, like a try to get on top game. So like sometimes I'll set up like a triangle from mount, but yeah. like primarily like I've been like playing on top, so I haven't been setting up as many triangles.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. I see here. <laughs> trying to sneak into your your game plans for when we
0: roll. <laughs> no. But yeah, oh. like I like I I went from really kind of being like on the fence about nogi to like yep. really like. Enjoying it quite a bit. I think part of it is too. I've been watching more no Gi than I have been Gi in terms of like the Jiu Jitsu match Yeah, like, I
1: jiu-jitsu. find for some reason I find no Gi a lot more exciting to watch sometimes gi, gi matches can be a little bit slower, but like it's very technical. It's you very really technical. have to pay attention. Yeah um, So I rolled with a Like a, I don't know how many times he's been a world champion. His name is Rodrigo Resende uh, I rolled with him a couple days ago and it was amazing like rolling with a world champion is very different like their pressure their just ability and he was giggling at me <laughs> <laughs> I was giving him the best that I could and he just not laughed at me but he he was
0: like oh you're cute yeah he was like oh
1: yeah. you're cute i'm yeah. pretty like he let me ankle pick him and yeah. take him down and with his like brazilian accent he goes that was nice that, that, was, that was good and <laughs> that i'm was like so funny. oh thanks but you let me yeah. <laughs> you let me do that and yeah. he's just it was almost an honor for him to like, cause his patented move is like a is a some sort of hip toss that he likes to do, and he's got videos on YouTube of him just winning world championships off of that toss, and then he did it to me, and oh I was my like. God thank you (laughs) yeah it was really nice and he was so full of uh like advice and knowledge and i'm really hope to roll with him again um but yeah it was nice to meet actually i never met him before Mm. but yeah he just joined our service a couple a couple years ago a year ago or two years ago so and i'd never met him but he was uh he's like who's your instructor and he's like ross (laughs) because he's uh, such a thick accent i'm like yes hoss oh i like ross
0: (laughs) Ross. Like, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Yeah. He a great guy. It was really nice to meet him. But like, just like you said with Fion, just their game and their pressure is just so elite. It's yeah. so much different than what i mean. to. And it's different
0: from like rolling with the black belts in your gym because they're trying to like teach you and help you. And like, you know, they're used to kind of like dumbing down a bit to your level. Yeah. Whereas like when people are used to training at a certain intensity all the time, it's like, Ooh. yeah that was actually another thing that I like I, that I took from meeting Fiona and seeing the way that she trains and like getting to talk to her about like her like not necessarily the philosophies but like yeah. her thought processes beside behind some of her training is she says that like when she's training with other women she doesn't give them anything interesting yeah so I thought that that was really like you know you don't necessarily need to like dial up your a game on everybody yeah um but at the same time is it really helping somebody if you're like giving them you know an underhook or giving them this and like yeah. you know so that was really interesting to kind of think about and to sort of tr- apply it to my world mm-hmm. in a way
1: i've noticed that with like rolling with people yeah with like Haas and ross <laughs> uh, and this new guy rodrigo like they will purposely put things out, like bait me, to see if I'm gonna go for it, just to see if I'm thinking things through. It's not like they're setting me up for a sweep or anything like that, which they totally could, but they are evaluating, they're seeing, oh, where's he at, does he know his options? And I really appreciate that, but also, (laughs) when I'm with Haas, and I see an arm out that I can take, and I'm like, I know I'm supposed to do something.
0: <laughs> I can't figure it out. I can't
1: figure it out. Um, I, is this the right move?
0: Yeah. yeah. You kind of feel like you're getting, like, quizzed. You're like, yeah, and
1: I'm like, mm, oh, I'm, failing. I'm failing. I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs>
0: Recently, he, like, baited me into doing the exact thing that he just taught. Yeah. So he caught me in it and as soon as it was happening, I was like, oh no. (laughs) And he's like, ha, you fell for it. And I'm like, I know. Uh, I felt so dumb. It feels
1: so good getting the move of the day in like a randori session. Yeah. But then when you get it pulled on you and then Haas is watching, I'm like, I'm just gonna leave.
0: Yeah, (laughs) this is embarrassing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's a good little, so that's what we've been doing.
1: Yeah, we've been kind of, we have been busy, Jiu Jitsu's like, kind of been a huge part of our summer yeah. more so yours than mine then,
0: yeah it's been all sorts of wild times yeah
1: i'm really excited for what like fall looks like and what the winter is going to bring for our gym and for our own like jujitsu journeys mm-hmm. um, we're both out for promotion uh <laughs> i'm really nervous I, for, don't
0: wanna, I don't i'm not nervous i'm just like i don't know i don't know i'm just like fine with be- like the like realistically and this isn't me being like cool but like I wouldn't mind another couple months at Blue Belt.
1: I wouldn't mind another year. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'm pretty sure you solidified your position as a, no. as a Purple Belt with that belt. I don't yeah, know. No. I don't know. I think so. No. Everybody's so, I don't know. It's so funny how supportive our everybody is at our gym. Like, everyone's like, no, you're going to get it. You're going to be fine. You're going to be. And I'm very, like, I'm not at all. I'm like, not <laughs> ready at all. Because I still think of myself as, like, a brand new Blue Belt.
0: Yeah. When I By the way, this belt. is, like, we have a group chat called basically Purple Belts. <laughs> And it's a yeah. totally a joke. We're not actually serious. We just think it's really funny. No, so like, I'm, we're I'm also kind of assholes too. Um, <laughs> we're basically
1: purple belts. At <laughs> this point. No, but I still look yeah, at like yeah. when I first started as a white belt, and there was this purple belt. His name was James, and he was under Haas. And he got his purple belt from Haas. I look at his skill level yeah. at that time versus where I was first day student, and I'm like, I'm nowhere near. Yeah. Where he was, I just like. But, like, I didn't know what I was doing. No. I was like, not even first. Do you remember
0: when, like, three stripe white belts were, like, so good?
1: Oh, my God. Do you remember when
0: you first started? You're like, man, this guy's a three stripe white belt. He's so good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He should be a blue belt. Yeah. And then now we're rolling with three stripe white belts. We're like, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You're you're so cute. But yeah, it's um, having all the stripes on the belt is, like, it's nice to see, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm there yet. Like that, yeah, that next I don't step
0: know. Is... I'm also like I'm still in that mindset of like stripes on the belt don't mean it like a white belt shirt sure. at blue belt. It's like, okay, cool. I showed up for class like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. So honestly, like I would be cool with another, you know, six months to a year at blue belt for sure.
1: Yeah. I don't know what I'm waiting for to, for me to feel competent enough to have that next belt color, but I honestly, don't
0: know. I just want to ha- like it would be great to compete a little bit more at blue belt and just like <laughs>
1: yeah, I did I I didn't really compete just very much. Clean blue it belt. up
0: a little bit. Yeah,
1: I mean, I still just sandbag yourself.
0: Yeah, and- <laughs> no, I'm not sandbagging. No, because I still feel like I go into competitions and there's like there's girls in my division that are very good. Yeah, um, and they're tough competition. Um, so you know,
1: I don't know. I felt like you blew through them.
0: Like, this time, yeah. this time, yeah. But other times, I'm just like, man, I'm going to have to, like, really bust my ass for this.
1: Yeah, because I noticed, like, competitions at Purple Belt and higher, you're not seeing one-minute, two-minute submissions that you see normally. Not
0: often. Not
1: often. Like, you're seeing very technical uh, Mm -hmm. uh, back-and-forth matches, and it's it's fun to watch, but, like, they're not the breezy... um, competitions that you're seeing at blue and white where you can get an arm bar or get a choke
0: sometimes sometimes right sometimes
1: yeah so it is intimidating but it's also exciting to see like what the next promotion looks like and what your journey is going to be pretty soon yeah um but it is intimidating to think that we might be ready i don't know
0: i don't know i'm gonna say um i'm gonna say probably not and i'm (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> Just totally fine with that. Do yeah. I get to whip you? Do uh, we get to whip each other if we get them at the same time? If yeah. We get
1: them at the same time. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. That's what we look forward to.
0: <laughs> Whipping each other. Whipping each other. Oh yeah. God, no. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: this is not what we talk about on this family <laughs> podcast. Yes. Anyways, yes. Um, but that's not coming up for a while. That's not until October. Like late October twenty. Something.
1: It's like twenty third, I think. Yeah. Or, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So. Late October. So we still got some time to polish up some things and learn some. Learn
0: stuff. what a sweep is. Learn what
1: a sweep is. Yeah. Marty, what's a sweep? I don't know. It's when you go from a bad position to a good. Position. That is not what a sweep is. <laughs> it is reversing the position from a guard and going from bottom to top. Okay. From a guard. Position. Is
0: that hard?
1: No. <laughs> I don't know terms. Okay. <laughs> That's a good place to end this podcast. I don't want to get questioned anymore. <laughs>
0: he's 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 hoping for that purple belt stuff. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't need to let Haas know how ter- <laughs> how terrible I am at terminology.
0: Anyways, Kay. so we'll see you guys again soon. We'll record next week. There'll be a couple episodes that'll come out s- sporadically. Yeah. That'll, be quite, that'll be very old, but that's okay. They're good ones though. So they are fun. Good.
1: Yeah, they're fun. Anyways, all right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks.
0: Bye. Bye.